Section 8 of The National Geographic Magazine, Volume 7, February 1896. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Geographic Notes North America Franz Joseph Land the published statements of Mr. A. Montefiore, the spokesman of the Jackson-Harmsworth expedition, now enable one to definitely outline the outcome of the expedition down to July last. Jackson left Cabaroa in the Windward, August 16, 1894, and met the ice pack in 76 degrees, 49 minutes north, 49 degrees east. Bell Island was sighted 30 miles distant, August 25th, but unfavorable ice conditions prevented landing there or at Cape Grant, which was in sight six days later, distant 40 miles. A landing was made September 6th at Bell Island, and the ship was frozen in while discharging cargo September 13th. Jackson, with his chosen explorers, passed the winter very comfortably in a wooden house erected at Cape Flora. The ship's crew wintered on the vessel and lost one man, the health of others being unfavorably affected. About 60 polar bears were killed, four being females. An autumnal depot was laid down at Cape Barents and a spring one in March 1895 by a trip of six days at peter head entrance of markham sound the long journey in which four ponies were used with great advantage occupied from april sixteenth to may thirteenth softening sea flows and signs of open water constrained a return from the farthest north eighty one degrees twenty minutes north fifty four degrees fifty three minutes east payer's map of eighteen hundred seventy four is said to be inaccurate and misleading. Zichy, Alexandra, and Oscar lands resolved themselves into groups of islands, and Richtofen Peak of Payer could not be located. Mr. Montefiore, it is said, declares that Jackson's success in his first year is unprecedented. If such report be correct, this will not be the first capable explorer who may ask protection from injudicious friends who seek to aid him by unfounded aspersions of others. European explorers are able to refute on their own account Montefiore's claim, especially Payer, who, starting from a more southerly point, surpassed Jackson's latitude by 37 miles. For America, it is indisputable that Hall, in 1870-71, far exceeded jackson's latitude and opened up a new route and region surpassing in importance and extent anything that jackson has done this with the loss of one man himself greeley in his first year eighteen eighty one to eighty two explored four thousand square miles of new land and surpassed the highest latitude made before or since without the loss of a man Perry, in 1891-92, made the most remarkable inland ice journey on record, 
crossed Greenland to a point far beyond his predecessors on the East Greenland coast, with the loss of a single man by accident. Against this is Jackson's northing of some eighty miles, with the loss of three men, one at Cape Flora and two on the return voyage of the windward. Alaska Congress is to appropriate $75,000 to mark the Alaskan boundary along the 141st meridian of west longitude, on which meridian have been determined three important points, Mount St. Elias, Forty Mile Creek, and Porcupine River. By independent surveys, by United States and Canadian engineers, the points established differ only six feet at Mount St. Elias and 400 feet at Porcupine River. Canada desires to establish the meridian astronomically by joint scientific survey, which would require several years. The United States favors, as a less difficult and more speedy plan, a survey based on the points already established. Mexico. According to the last message of President Diaz, 566 miles of new telegraph lines have been built, the most important uniting Tacotalpa, Chiapas, with Penosique, Tabasco, opening a new route with Guatemala and making a total mileage of 56,442 miles. Among important railway extensions is that from Monclova to the Pacific, of which 292 miles have been approved. The surveys of the road from Merida to Campeche are progressing, and the plans of the lines from Merida to Progreso have been adopted. The drainage works of the Valley of Mexico are almost concluded. The excavations have amounted to 53,160,000 cubic feet, and the tunnel is finished for a length of 32,140 feet. The Grand Drainage Canal is nearly 30 miles long. Surveys have been completed for a cable road to connect the Interoceanic Railway with the summit of Popocatapetl, ascending from the Ranch Samacus on the northwest side. The railway is mainly for the transportation of sulfur from the volcano, but it will be available for tourists. Work has been commenced on a line from Baratarin on the Mexican International Railroad to Laredo, Texas, and thence to Mir, Mexico, on the bed of the Gould Railroad, graded about 10 years ago between these points. The government has modified its tax on minerals, which now amounts to 5% of the value of silver and gold. It is divided into a federal stamp tax of 3% and a coinage tax of 2%. Mexican smelters operating under governmental concessions are not liable for the coinage tax on silver extracted from low-grade lead and copper ores. Central America Nicaragua A telegraph line has been built between Acoyapa and Rama. The work on the railway between Rama and San Ubaldo, 178 miles, began July 28, 1895, and should be completed in two years. The Nicaraguan government has extended its monopoly of native distilled spirits to its Atlantic coast districts, 
except to the free port of san juan and imposes corresponding duties on foreign spirits south america the emperor of brazil once gave a concession to an englishman to open the channel connecting the orinoco with the amazon and the latter was to have the exclusive right to navigate the waters for a term of twenty-five years as a reward for his enterprise but for some reason or another the contract was not carried out the bronze statue of george washington erected by guzman blanco at caracas is believed to be the only statue of the father of his country outside the united states the inscription upon it states that washington filled one world with his benefits and all worlds with his name a unique tribute to his greatness that was probably written by blanco himself during the visit of bolivar to the united states he spent a day at mount vernon where placing his hands reverently upon the coffin of washington he made a solemn vow to devote his life to the liberation of his country reaching his native land he became active in the revolutionary propaganda and soon had to seek refuge in europe fifteen years later however after a struggle to which that of our revolutionary fathers offered no comparison he sat in the capital of bogota the founder of five republics venezuela colombia ecuador peru and bolivia the last having been named in his honor at that time the states were consolidated under a single government with bolivar as president after having for the fourth time been elected president he was driven from the country and died in exile on the upper orinoco during the struggle of venezuela for independence occurred the only naval battle that was ever fought on horseback bolivar at the head of his army had been trying to cross for several weeks but was prevented by several spanish gunboats that moved up and down the stream as he did becoming exasperated general paez one night spurred his horse into the stream followed by three thousand ilaneros or cowboys whose horses had been taught to swim as well as to gallop the spanish fleet was taken entirely unawares the ilaneros clambered from their saddles to the decks of the vessels and let their horses swim back to shore alone thus after cutting off their own retreat it was a question of win or die and so desperately did they fight that every vessel was captured the saiba railroad in venezuela originally thirty miles long has been extended from mendoza eastward a distance of thirty-two miles to connect with the branch from valera fifteen miles long another line is under construction from encontrados to la fria sixty-two miles it is intended to extend the road twenty-five miles farther to san cristobal the commercial center of a great agricultural section contracts have been made also for railroad lines from maracaibo to perija and from lake maracaibo to carora the former is to be built within two years and the latter within five asia syria the first railway was opened august third eighteen hundred ninety five under french management it extends from beirut to damascus a distance of ninety one miles china monsieur berthelot french foreign minister 
says that the Franco-Chinese Treaty opens to French trade a region containing 100 million inhabitants. Its capital is Chongqing. Persia. Concessions have been granted to Herr Moral to construct a carriage road from Tehran to Baghdad and a steam or electric railway from Tehran to villages 10 miles north. A Russian company has been granted a concession to construct a harbor at Enzeli. Japan. The sum of $13 million has been voted for a double-track railway to be built between Tokyo and Kobe, 376 miles, passing through Yokohama, Kyoto, and Osaka. Previously, 29 concessions have been granted, covering 2,193 miles, of which 1,549 miles have been opened. Of state railways, 580 miles have been completed and 398 miles are in course of construction. India. The efforts of Mr. A. F. Mummery and three others in August 1895 to explore the Nanga Parbat region of the Himalaya Mountains ended in the death of the leader and two Gurkha soldiers. Mummery was turned back by the illness of a Gurkha at the height of 20,000 feet on the main peak of Nanga Parbat. Later, Mummery and the two soldiers were lost while exploring a side glacier, being presumably buried under an avalanche. The Mekong. The French are rapidly developing the region lately ceded by Siam. A telegraph line is to be constructed from Atapen, the center of the Namkong Gold District, and post offices are also being established. Steamers will soon be plying on the Mekong. That river has been found navigable for 1,500 miles. Lieutenant Simon, in the French gunboat La Grandière, steamed 900 miles from Stung Trang to Luang Prabang and reports that at high water the rapids are navigable to Kiang Kong, 220 miles higher up the stream. Siberia. Last summer, the veteran Arctic skipper, Captain Wiggins, took 400 tons of English merchandise up the Yenisei to within 180 miles of Yeniseisk. The Russian government admitted the goods free so as to encourage navigation to Siberia by way of the Arctic Ocean. The completion of the Trans-Siberian Railway seems to be assured by the negotiation in Berlin of three Russian railway loans, aggregating $55 million. Whether Russia has secured from China authority to cross Manchuria to an ice-free port is yet a mooted question. Africa Ashanti A telegraph line is being constructed from the coast to the interior along the principal trade route. Egypt a geological survey to be completed within three years at a cost of 25,000 pounds has been sanctioned by the Kedive. It will be carried out under the direction of Captain Lyons, R.E. Abyssinia. The Italian army is constructing a good military road between Adowa, Adigrat, and Makale. An administration is being established with the view to promoting colonization.
Congo Free State. According to the statements of the Reverend John B. Murphy, an American Baptist missionary, who speaks from an experience of several years, the authorities of the Free State are committing shocking barbarities in connection with the exploitation of the rubber trade. The natives, as far as practicable, are abandoning the Belgian for French territory, where they are well treated. South Africa The delimitation of the railway strip on the eastern frontier of Bechuanaland is in progress, the survey being made by Colonel Gould Adams. This delimitation is made under an agreement with the native chiefs regarding the extension of the railway to Matabeleland. The railway company surrenders a subsidy of $1 million for land grants, enhanced police powers, etc., which ensures its future control of the trade routes to this region. The Natal Transvaal Railway is now in operation as far as between Durban and Heidelberg, and the section from the latter point to Johannesburg is in process of construction. The heavy spring rains have postponed the opening of the through railway service from Natal to the Rand. The Transvaal is now served by three lines, the others being the Cape and Free State and the Delagoa Bay. Telegraph communication between Cape Town and the East Coast is now continuous through the opening of the line between Umtali and Bera. The necessity of concerting measures to prevent the utter extinction of the African elephant is again being urged. It is said that the Germans are taking steps to protect the few herds remaining in German territory, and it is to be hoped that the British colonial authorities will lose no time in following their example. End of section 8